Hello and welcome to your second episode of the Proximo Weekly Debrief in 2021. At Proximo, we look forward to continuing to bring you the very latest in project finance, energy and infrastructure news and analysis. My name is Thomas Hopkins and I'll be your host for today. I'm reporting to you from London. I would like to begin this week with a few announcements about some exciting content that we are launching this year. On 24 February, we'll be hosting this year's first virtual event, Proximo European Digital Infrastructure Finance 2021. The value of data continues to rise and with it, digital infrastructure's attractiveness to Europe's infrastructure investor elite. Register to this event to join Europe's foremost digital infrastructure dealmakers, including leading developers and operators, focused members of the investment ecosystem, and the most forward-facing government agencies. Sessions will cover top developers on the challenges and opportunities they face to spawn new digital projects. For more details, please visit our website at proximoinfra.com. You might also be interested in some of our webinar and feature-length content released this week. On Thursday the 21st of January, we released our webinar After the Dust Settles, COVID-19 and Project Finance in Perspective, hosted by Proximo's contributing editor Tom Nelthorpe. With guests Sybil Grand-George, Kent Rowie and Michael Whalen, Nelthorpe takes a look at the long and short-term effects of COVID on the project and infrastructure finance market 12 months on. The webinar recording can be viewed on the Proximo site. Finally, you might be interested in reading Proximo editor Sean Keating's piece, A Change of Pace for US Offshore Wind, in which he considers the impact of the new Biden administration on the development and project pipeline of US offshore wind. The article is free to view on our website. Now for a roundup of some of the top stories brought in by Proximo's journalists over the last week. Further information has surfaced about the project financing of the 2 gigawatt Al Dafra PV2 solar project in Abu Dhabi, UAE, which reached financial close in December 2020. Sources close to the deal indicate that the transaction is solely comprised of a $1 billion hard mini-perm, which is designed to allow the project to be refinanced. In addition, sources note that the facility carries a tenor that runs for the length of the construction period, as well as a short buffer period following construction to allow the project to be refinanced. According to sources, the refinancing is very likely to take the form of project bonds, although the use of long-dated commercial bank debt remains a possibility. The loan is provided by joint MLAs BNP Paribas, Bank of China, Credit Agricole, HSBC, MUFG, SMBC and Standard Chartered, and is structured as a club deal. Tanzania has invited expressions of interest EOIs, from prospective bidders for the construction of the $144 million 50-megawatt Malagarasi hydropower plant. Bidding documents are expected to be issued in June this year. The project, located in the Kigoma region and part of the government's Vision 2025 development program, comprises a run-of-river hydro facility with a 54-kilometer transmission line to link up the new power plant to the national grid and enable rural electrification of the surrounding area. Developers have been invited to contact the Tanzania Electricity Supply Company, Tanesco, for further information. Later in the year, tendering will begin for the EPC contract, the duties of which include the construction of the hydropower plant, evacuation transmission line and distribution networks and rural electrification lines. The African Development Bank AFDB, is the sole lender on the project, having approved a $120 million loan in November 2020, as well as a further $20 million loan from the AFDB-managed Africa Growing Together Fund. The government is funding the remaining $4.14 million. S-Power has closed on the debt to finance its 100-megawatt lunar storage project in the city of Lancaster, California. 
The project is backed by a 15-year energy storage agreement ESA, with Clean Power Alliance CPA, and will allow CPA to cost-effectively integrate intermittent renewable energy resources into the grid. The $154.2 million debt is split between a $113 million term loan and a $41 million standby LC, both with a 2026 maturity. The deal was led by KeyBank, EDC, Credit Agricole, and Silicon Valley Bank. Invenergy has closed on a $367.4 million one-year construction financing to back its $402 million 288-megawatt Maverick Wind Energy Center project in Oklahoma. Signed on 30 December 2020, the debt, provided on a club basis by CoBank, KeyBank, NordLB, and Rabobank, comprises a $356.3 million term loan and an $11 million standby LC, both maturing in February 2022. Millbank provided lender counsel and Morgan Lewis acted for the borrower. Maverick is part of the North Central Energy Facility Project, which will also feature the 199-megawatt Sundance and the 999-megawatt Traverse wind farms. American Electric Power has committed to buy all three wind farms, which Invenergy will manage under a 10-year contract. I'm afraid that's all we have time for this week, but be sure to join us next week for more of your latest project finance news.